This is Steph. And I'm Gilda. And this is Saturday Night High, the podcast where Steph and I get stoned and we watch SNL and then talk about it. And tonight, um, we are talking about season two, episode 15, which aired on March 12th, 1977. It was hosted by Sissy Spacek, and there were musical performances by Richard Baskin. Yeah, this episode won an Emmy, apparently. Um, it was pretty good. I'm not sure I would say it was my favorite thus far, but it won an Emmy. No, so no definitely go. not, but... <laughs> yeah, I no, it's not my favorite so far. Um, but I, which really it makes you wonder what the fuck they're looking for in terms of Emmys. Like, what, how the fuck did this win a fucking Emmy? Maybe camera work. I don't fucking know. But before we get into things, I have two spliff slips. Um, that was not the Kinks' first performance back. The band ended years prior. I was literally just high as fuck and making shit up apparently. <laughs> so the second thing being during the Hollywood Squares sketch, I confused Robert Blake with first Robert Wagner and then Phil Spector, all three of whom Not murdered people. Right. So it's like all three of them murdered people. And it just took me a while to settle on which one was the correct, you know, murderer. So anyway, those are my two fuck ups last episode. Sorry, guys. If I had any fuck ups last episode, I'm not correcting them. I just was still unaware. <laughs> I was going to say, those are the two that I know of. Um, yeah, but, okay, so we go into the cold open, and it's like there's technical difficulties, and then all of a sudden Dan Aykroyd's there, and he's like, yeah, so our director just died, and no one knows what to do. And more and more of the cast keep coming into the control room, and they're all talking about this guy, and the, they have these like really terrible remembrances of him. Like, oh, I think he said he liked the Beatles once. And Garrett Morris is like, wow, a white man that likes the Beatles. How revolutionary or something. And I fucking cackled. But yeah, Gilda was like, oh, he reminds me of my grandfather. And when he asked why, she said he died. <laughs> and he's like, well, what about before that? He had terrible headaches. Well, what about before that? He yelled at my grandma. It was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then they showed this like full NBC obituary for him. And at this point, I was like, wait, did this man actually die? Like, is this, like, a, a seriously poor, like, tribute to this man? But no, he died in 2002. It's okay. <laughs> See, at least you did that. I didn't even look it up when he died. But, yeah, no, as evidenced, he did not die because they find... So they start going through the man's wallet. And, like, it cuts away to the obituary, and then it cuts back. And they're, like, taking the money and trying to divvy it up amongst themselves. And they find a card that's, like, in case he loses consciousness, shout live from New York. It's Saturday night. And so they all do that, and he sits up. And they're like, all right, let's get on with the show. And I'm like, okay, again, very well built in, but wow, that was a ride. Yeah, and I thought it was cute that they all said it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because that the, I don't know if we've seen that. I don't think we've seen a full cast live from New York. So, yeah, that was honestly kind of great. Yeah, and so then we have the host do her monologue, Sissy, um, who was just in Carrie, and she was talking about uh, the movie Carrie and how it was up for consideration of the Academy. But uh, she said her best scene was cut so she went to do her scene and it was just her twirling a baton um which she does twice in the episode yeah i'm pretty sure she was for she said she was what a town of like 1200 in texas or some shit 
Um, and so it's like, okay, fine. She was a cheerleader or a baton twirler or some shit, but okay. Um, strange turn, but, I mean, she looked cute. Good for her. Um, <laughs> we then went into the first actual sketch of the night, which was... Uh, Burgermaster, which was Lorraine Newman, Garrett Morris, and Gilda Radner serving people at a burger counter. And it's like the whole thing of their, the whole, the whole, um, their whole shtick is that you can get a burger any way you want it. And people are asking for like, the blood of something or a cat. There's and, a frog. Yeah, there's a frog. Fuck, it was just fucking weird. And then Don Pardo comes in with a voiceover. He's like, with prices that make you wonder where we got our meat. And I laughed at that. But it's like Arby's. Yeah, and this ended with the three employees of this burger joint, Lorraine Newman, Garrett Morris, and Gilda Radner, um, mashing burgers with their feet like they're making uh, grapes into wine, you know? Yeah, it was very weird. And I'm like, really? Did we just waste all of that food? Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, and the next sketch was specifically mentioned on the Wikipedia page for season two of SNL. I'm not really sure why this sketch was specifically mentioned, because honestly, it was really wacky. It was titled Ask President Carter, and this featured Dan Aykroyd playing Carter and... Bill Murray playing uh, Walter Cronkite, and he's doing this little show, Ask President Carter. And the first question was like a postal worker asking a question about a new mail sorter that messes up, and his answer was like spot on exactly what the fuck you need to do to fix that. And then like, I think there was another question, and then a 17-year-old calls, and he's like, I took some acid, I'm afraid to leave my apartment, and I can't wear clothes, which is honestly just way too real. Um, and Walter Cronkite tried to like hang up on this kid, and uh, Carter was like, no, he's in trouble, I need to help him out, and he's like asking him about what it was, and he identifies exactly what kind of acid it was, and says, you know, relax, stay inside, listen to the Allman Brothers. It was. I, re- I really appreciated Jimmy Carter being like, and let's call Peter back on Monday to make sure he came down okay. It's like. <laughs> I really loved that portrayal of Carter, and I love Dan Aykroyd doing that. Yeah, it honestly, truly, his Jimmy Carter has come such a long way, and the more he does it, the more I love it. Like, I'm just so excited for the next few years. I almost just said I'm so excited for the Iranian hostage crisis, but I'm not. Also, that was decades ago, but I'm not excited for a really bad thing. So um, I appreciated the next call-in, which was Nixon. He was talking about how he left a bag full of money in the president's bedroom. And yeah. Okay, so I loved the first part of the sketch. And then... Yeah, I don't know what happened. Fucking, I don't know. It's like, instead of just, like, going to commercial or doing something else, the sketch continues, and um, Amy Carter comes in, and Jimmy Carter's like, oh, we'll have cookies and milk later. Then Amy Carter's nanny comes in, and it's Garrett Morris in drag as her nanny and is telling Amy Carter, who is being portrayed by Spissy... Spissy Sasek? No, Sissy Spacek. Jesus. Um... 
uh, who's being portrayed by her. And it's like Garrett Morris pulls her onto his lap and is telling the story about when he was in prison or when he got out. And I'm just like, okay, can we please stop writing into sketches like female hosts being pulled onto cast members' laps? This is like the third time we've seen this. What the fuck are we doing, guys? If that happened yeah, at my work, I would win a lawsuit. Like, you know. You would hope. I, you would I, really I, hope. I would hope. And then she's put, she put on a, a black set, which I think... <gasps> came out of nowhere! That's really... I was like, why? Why? Why is this sketch still happening? Why is this sketch still happening? Why was that necessary? That's the second week in a row we've had black sense. Like, what the yeah. fuck are we doing? Um, Ugh. yeah. The next sketch doesn't even make it any better. Nope. It's Bill Murray on a talk show with Jane Curtin. Can't remember. It was like the way your child grows or something. How your children grow, to be precise. Thank you. Okay. It wasn't that far. <laughs> um, and it turns out that Bill Murray has quintlexia, which means he can only say five words at a time. And those five words are, that's true, you're absolutely right. So he answers every single thing that Jane Curtin, the host, asks about his book that he's written about, like, he wrote this book about kids with learning disabilities, and she's saying, oh, you know, it's so nice that you could do this in America, and he goes, that's true, you're absolutely right, and then she ends up kind of breaking this, like, serious reporter and starts saying nonsense. She says, like, oh, so you sleep with a wedding dress on? He says, that's true, you're absolutely right, and then I think she does this, like, one more time, and then she tells him to shut the hell up, and that's kind of where it ends, and it was just... It was a little strange. I will edit all of that out. I thought the range that Bill Murray had with those five words was impressive. It was impressive. He did a little laugh in between it at one point. But at the same time, I, I just, I don't know. What the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, and what the fuck were we doing in the next sketch, which was John Belushi sitting in his office. Um... Yeah, he states that he is, uh, quote-unquote, retiring from show business because he realized his dream is actually to go win the Olympic gold medal in the decathlon, which is the event that Caitlyn Jenner won in the 70s Oh, I actually didn't even know that. I actually yeah. had literally no idea. Mm -hmm. that's, that, that's what they were famous for was they were like an Olympian that won the decathlon. It's like 10 events. You're considered and became like- a lawyer? What? Oh, no, I'm thinking of the- <laughs> Wait, who's the lawyer? Is that, who's, who's, who was Kim's mom? Kris Jenner is not yeah. a lawyer either. No. no. She was married to Robert, <laughs> oh my God, she was married to Robert Kardashian, who was oh, a lawyer. Oh, that was the lawyer. Oh. Yeah. Okay, now that's cleared up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Caitlyn Jenner definitely is not a lawyer. Caitlyn Jenner is trying, she was trying to run for governor, but that didn't work. I think that made me confused and thought, oh, background in law perhaps? Gotcha. I don't know. No, definitely not. Background is Olympic athlete. I'm really high right now. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, but yeah, so John Belushi, he is. Um, 
he says he wants to be an athlete. He's going to the 1980 or 19 what the fuck ever Olympics. He says he's selling 80. To, eight, 80. See, I thought 80 was the Winter Olympics. Um, well, allegedly it was Moscow 1980 Olympics. That's what I wrote down. Okay, maybe today. I'm thinking of. <laughs> no, cause I, I don't fucking know. I, I thought because I, I thought that was the miracle. The, like the you've seen the hockey movie, right? The mir- like no. No? Okay, don't, don't fucking worry about it. I'm dating myself. Anyway, um, he says to fund this, he needs to sell Olympic gold coins, and it has him on one side, like, going over the pole vault. Yeah. I, it's mocking him being chubby, I guess. I didn't really see the point of this, other than they're mocking, like, his sedentary drug use, chubby deadness. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, okay, I'm glad you got that, too. There was really not much to this. It was kind of strange of a sketch um and then there was weekend update i again it was just ever ever since ever since um jane Curtin tore her shirt open and went like confident woman the past two have sucked like it's, yeah. The energy has been low. The, the, like, I thought the funniest part of Weekend Update was Lorraine Newman with Garrett Morris as Muhammad Ali, and it was like everything rhymed. And then she made like the joke. She's always wondered what it's like to be stung like a yeah, what what the fuck ever, stung like a butterfly by someone who floats like a. I don't fucking know. I just cackled. It was funny. Yeah. No, that look uh, cut away to them was great. Uh, I liked the rhyme scheme there and that was kind of the first thing that i really noticed in weekend update and then we had token emily latella talking about endangered feces i'm so over emily latella stop it get rid of the character kill the character off i don't care i'm sorry but it's just painfully unfunny at this point yeah and jane interrupted her and said to her that she should quit um but Emily Latella just, what do you know, called her a bitch. Which, again, is not nearly as funny as it used to be because they've done it four or five times now. Yeah, it's like the pratfalls. It's like, we expect it. Yeah. Um, something I didn't expect. Uh, so the first musical performance was, oh, wow, Kat, that was impressive. Apparently Bowie is chaos tonight. Um... Something I didn't expect was uh, the first musical performance by Richard Baskins, which all I could think about during this was Carol Baskins, but whatever. Um, Yeah. Like, literally, that was all I could think of. And I'm like, well, I wonder how she's doing. And I'm like, do I really care? I don't think so. Um, Apparently there's a a contest to be Joe Exotic's next husband if he ever gets out of prison. I don't even know what the fuck to say to that. Like, how is that legal? Isn't that like like a contest to be a husband? Like, what is the criteria? Well, you have to go into, Meth? Well, well, you what you win is like a like a week like a date or a weekend or maybe I just made that part up. But yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like who who enters that competition? Who? Tell Any me. male over eighteen, according to the eligibility <laughs> criteria. Okay, thank you. That was very literal. I wasn't asking because I was interested. I was wondering what type of man, what type of man over 18, if you want me to be specific, enters the competition for that. 
Like, that scares me, that there might be a group. Okay, anyway. Um, didn't expect Richard Baskins to have such a deep voice, and then, like, he's singing this, like, slow love song. It's one, I love you. Which, all right, fine, not really my jam. But then Sissy Spacek comes out, and she's singing with him, and I'm like, why? That was it's fucking a weird. strange move. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then we had Franken and Davis who came out and they were like, um, we're going to do an improv bit off of things we hear from the audience. And so they take like a location and a profession and it was a doctor's office and I can't fucking remember what the profession was, but they turn around and they're like, what if we do this? What if we do that? No, we can't do that. They turn around and they say, well, ladies and gentlemen, we're sorry, but we couldn't come up with anything. <laughs> and so <laughs> they take further um, suggestions, and it's World War III, quote-unquote. Or it's, you know, that was the suggestion. Um, and this is how it's brought to you by Jim Crow Rice, where every grain is separate but equal. They're playing, like, a news duo on the night of World War... the night World War III starts. And it was, like, nuclear annihilation. Jimmy Carter says, gee, I'm sorry. I'm awfully sorry. He made a mistake. That's how it happened is what they said. That was really funny. Um, The stock market closed today for good. Um, I loved that. Oh, my God. This whole bit. I I just fucking I thought it was this is the best thing they've done so far on the show. It was. And it was it was a little political, of course. Like it was nice. I just didn't really get why they had to start it out with the whole oh, we're going to do an improv based off what the audience says. And then they did this, which fall rehearsed well i mean obviously yeah but i just yeah truly they could have just come out and been like yo here's a bit about this boom done still would have been funny i but i loved it i mean yeah it was great yeah and then the news Uh, program is called way the way the world was which again perfect yeah the next sketch uh was so strange it was Gilda Radner, Lorraine Newman, and Sissy Spacek, and they're wearing these dresses and sitting in a bed with all, you know, frills and dolls and stuff, and they're playing with their dolls, and then we pan over to Jane Curtin, who's, like, standing there, and you realize this is a PSA, and she says, these grown women are terminally cute. <laughs> yeah. And three extremely obnoxious grown women. They have Gidget's disease. And it was just grown women acting like small girls. Which, honestly, it just felt like, I, I don't want to say, like, pedophile material, but, like, why the fuck else do you have three grown women on TV acting like they're children that late at night, unless you're trying to capture the attention of a very specific audience? Um, yeah. Um Jane Curtin's, wow, it's really enough to make you want to puke your guts out, really got me, though. Her her commentary and her, like, snarky over-it persona that she has adopted this season, I really, I really enjoy it. Yeah, it is great. Um, and she ends with asking for money for these women to have shock therapy. Yeah. Unnecessary root canals in the dental theater of cruelty. And then it was send money to the Gidget Goes to Shock Therapy Fund, wherever it was. So, yeah, that was something. Yeah. um, (laughs) Didn't get better. 
No, this sketch was C. Spacek and John Belushi playing newlyweds from the South. Um, and I guess they like haven't had sex and they were fighting about that. And this fight just really turned into a big old fight. And that was kind of the whole sketch. I did enjoy the line though, where John Belushi was mad at her for making a new vegetable. And it was Brussels sprouts, and he was like, there's already enough vegetables. I understand that sometimes, you know. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I did not catch that line. I was mainly more horrified at this sketch because it was just two people yelling at each other and being verbally abusive. And they're like 17 years old, and they got married. I don't know. She was 18, and he was 23 is what it was. And she said that she got a sign that she should be with him while she was at cheerleading camp. Um, but then she, in about two sentences, says, oh, I lied about that. Jesus. Like, what the fuck? I don't like any of this. I didn't like any of this whole, like, 23-year-old, 18-year-old high school cheerleading camp, something about, I, I don't know, he was yelling at her about a slushy, and then he, like, makes up to her by being like, let's go down to 7-Eleven and get a slushy. And I'm like, sir, what the fuck? That does not, that does not make up for any of that. Also, it was way too fucking long. Yeah, it was horribly long. It was like, I really want to stop watching this couple fight. Please. Mm -hmm. Please. Um, <laughs> and so then we had our Gary Weiss film, which was Sissy Spacek twirling a baton uh, to fame by David Bowie, which was actually... Um, I mean, it was strange that that was the, the film for the week, but it was it was good. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mind it at all. I mean, she was, it's like, she dressed like such, like a flowy, hippie, like baggy clothing. Like, that was like her vibe on the show. And then she's in these, like, tight, like, leotards. And I'm like, damn, she's sexy. But, like, she's flipping this baton around. But we've also kind of already seen this this season with, um... With Gary Weiss doing the film to Night Moves with Garrett Morris and the woman like dancing in the nightgown. Oh my God, he's always choosing the best music. But yeah, he has done this before. Um, yeah, it's like he he chooses the best music, but also like I'm like, sir, do you just want to see these women like scantily clad? Like, you're getting to film women dancing around in nothing, and you're getting paid to do it. I feel like we're getting a little too far into Gary Weiss's psyche here. Um, but yeah. Also, she had already done this in the episode, so it felt really pointless. And it really did. The next sketch was weird. Yeah, it was real fucking weird. That was just the vibe of tonight was weird. Yeah. It really was. Like, the last episode was unfortunately problematic, but really well done. This one was just all the fuck over the place weird. Yeah. We had Bad Playhouse where Dan Aykroyd introduces four people and Lorraine Newman's screaming while John Belushi's pushing this wheel cog thing. Death is then carrying Sissy Spacek around in a circle, and then that's it. And half the things Lorraine Newman is in, I felt like she's, like, screaming exactly like that. Like, that's her yeah. thing. Is she just, ah, grabs her face and, like, belts. That is kind of her thing. We had Richard Baskin perform City of One Night Stands. Which, all right. It was fine. It's just, I don't know. I feel like 
if you're gonna have a slow song, that's fine, but you can't have two. Like, and it's just not the vibe for that late at night, you know? No, it's like, it is not. It's like it kind of dragged. Yeah, it did drag. Um, then we had the home movie, which okay, they're basically just like doing home movies from their friends at this point, right? Because, like, the last one, like, three ago, I can't remember who it was, but someone did Mr. Bill. Was it my... I can't remember. Um, oh, yeah, Mr. Bill was pretty recent, unfortunately. It was Mr. Bill, and then last week was Lily Tomlin. Like, she did her own thing, and that was, I believe, also a Gary Weiss film. And then this one, it was Robert Altman. Just, well, no, I don't think it was a Gary Weiss film. I thought it was a uh, that was the home movie. Right, but I mean, Jesus, the vibe it it looked like it was shot by Gary Weiss. Perhaps I don't know. I I, I mean, maybe Lily. Ta- I I don't know. But all I know is that the past few weeks, it's just like okay, the home movies are not like the home movie was Lily Tomlin last week. She was the host. That wasn't a home movie that was sent in. Sent in. She was the host. Like you know, she was even the host. It was um <gasps> Steve Martin. You're, oh fuck! You're right. Jesus. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Okay. Well, you're. But okay. But that's not a home movie. You know what I mean? Like that's someone no, associated yeah. with the show. It's not someone that filmed like last season when it was people literally sending things in. Yeah. Now it's just like they always said the friends Willie Tallman. I think it was the friends with Sissy Spacek. This yeah, time. it was like, Robert Altman with Sissy Spacek and another woman. It was just fucking random. Yeah. And then that was literally it. That was how the show ended. Yep. What didn't work for you? Um, quite a few things, honestly, but I guess if I have to pin one down, I'll say the sketch before the Gary Weiss film, the newlywed Southern, John Belushi, Sissy Spacek. Mm-hmm. Same. No. I, I, what the fu- it wasn't funny. No one was like, it was like there were random laughs here and there, but it was like that reflected more on the audience member's sense of humor than the sketch. Yeah. How about you? No, that was my worst. Or that was oh, that what? Was, did, okay. Yeah, that didn't work. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was mine. Um, runner up. Um, I guess I'll say that my runner up would be if I had to choose one, a runner up, I would have to <laughs> simply say um, it's okay. So it's really hard because I want to say ask President Carter, even though the second half was just horrible. Um, I'm gonna say that the one with the the burger. You know, the okay. ghost burger. Wow. they singing. That, All right. They had cute costumes. You know, I'll give it to them. Put her up. The outfits were cute. Yeah, that's fine. Yep, sure. D- I'm surprised by that. Um, my <laughs> runner-up was Gary Weiss, the Sissy Spacek fame. The, the, that bit. It was just, yeah. I don't know. What? <laughs> the episode, there wasn't that much great in it. I grasped. Yeah, that was me just now. Mm-hmm. Um I guess the best one for me would be the Franken and Davis World War Three newscast. Yep, same. Two out of three. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. That was the best Franken and Davis we've seen yet. It was. It was funny. The audience liked it. I liked it. I just don't understand why I had to start the way that it did. Yeah. But I'll let it slide because this whole episode was full of shit like that exactly it's like you know what if 70 if the last 75 percent of it was fine i'll go with it yeah um yeah you can find us uh on all major podcast platforms wherever you're listening to us now there don't forget to like subscribe rate and review we're on social media um twitter 
Reddit, YouTube, and Facebook at Sat Night High Pod, night spelled N-I-T-E on Twitter. Website is satnighthighpod.com, and we you can reach us at satnighthighpod at gmail. Yeah, and until next time, when we have season two, episode 16, I'm Steph. And I'm Gilda. Happy, Happy highs! highs.